really my, my great pleasure to introduce the F.A. Hayek Memorial Lecturer, Lorenzo Infantino. Thank you, Lorenzo. Um, professor Infantino is a professor of methodology of the social sciences in Luis in Rome. Luis is one of the few private universities in Italy. Infantino has written two books that have been translated into English. Individualism in Modern Thought from Adam Smith to Friedrich Hayek and Ignorance and Liberty, both published by Routledge. He is also the editor of a collection entitled The Austrian Library. He is the Italian translator of Mises, Hayek, Kersner, and the editor and translator of Murray Rothbard's America's Great Depression. He has been a visiting professor at Oxford and at Madrid, where he was invited by Professor Jesus Huerta de Soto. So without further ado, I present Professor Infantino. Thanks to all. As a, a young student, I enrolled in the Faculty of Economics, thinking that I could acquire analytic tools capable of explaining, at least in part, social reality. My hopes were soon disappointed. The institutional course in political economy was based on the teaching of Piero Sraffa and on the Keynesian use of the multiplier. And the course in history of economic theories was focused on the study of some chapters of Karl Marx's Capital and Paul Schwitz's theory of capitalistic development. Those teaching, teachings did not answer the questions that, uh, that had nourished my interest in economics. I had not chosen that faculty because of the professional opportunities it provided at, at the time, but rather to find some direction in my life. My most pressing questions were, why do men act? Why do they act in a given way? But human action is precisely what was missing in the courses del delivered by my professors. Thus, although I did complete my studies in economics with first-class honors and summa cum laude, I remained very dissatisfied. Therefore, I decided to broaden my cultural horizons by studying sociology, which I believed would be able to shed some light upon human action. And yet, once again, my hope were disappointed. I found myself in a blind alley from which I came out only by studying the representatives of the Austrian School of Economics. At first, I knew very little about that school. I was familiar with the critic of economic planning and believed it was the sole contribution of those scholars. At the time, I did not think I would find in, the, in that tradition a comprehensive theory of human action. 
For the most part, sociology does not keep uh, its promises. And if you think about it, this should come as no surprise. The name was coined by Auguste Comte, to whom we also owe the expression positivism. Sociology originated as positivistic sociology. Thus, it used the gnosiological premise of positivism, that is the idea of a positive, not hypothetical knowledge, which must be taken as a point of departure and foundation. This is why Comte promptly states that in his science, there is no place for chance, a superficial philosophy, which would make this world a scene of miracles, has immensely exaggerated the influence of chance. All sensible men in our time admit that chance plays only a very small part, Kant said. Kant goes on to write, in astronomy, physics, chemistry, and physiology, there is no such thing as liberty of conscience. That is to say, everyone would deem it absurd not to place confidence in the principle established for these sciences by competent thinkers. If the case is different in politics, this arises from the circumstances that the old principles having been abandoned while the new are not yet unformed, established principles during this interregnum do not exist but to convert this transitory fact into an absolute and eternal dogma amounts to a proclamation that the society should always continue deprived of any general doctrinal basis. It must be admitted that such a notion justly deserved the charge of anarchy brought against it by the ablest defenders of the theological system. Siding with the defenders of the theological system and replacing religion with positivistic science, Kant does something similar as Plato, in whose work philosophy takes the place of religion. In both cases, there is a reaction against the advancement of the market, of the market society, and an attempt to reconstruct, reconstruct society on the basis of an absolute knowledge which is entrusted to privileged minority philosophers in Plato, scientific men in Kant. The founder of sociology, namely Kant, believes that the social order must be intentionally built by the minority of the wise. He enters into a dispute with economists, whom he accuses of wheeling the spirit of anarchy and of failing to understand that the political government must be the head of society and charged to bind together the component units and to direct their activity to a common end. 
It is, the, it is therefore no accident that Kant himself attacks the principle of liberty of conscience and comes to the conclusion that where individual autonomy is recognized, there is no society. If Kant's analysis had been correct, there would not have been the advancement of the market society and the consequent globalization. The haste statement according to which individual autonomy and the social life are actually incom incompatible is the result of Kant's in inability to grasp the reality that was taking shape and to see its future projections. Such a position was sustained by the positivistic conceit of a possessing non-hypothetical knowledge. There is no problem, there is no drama, because privileged knowledge allows some men to decide on behalf of everyone else, to do away with uh, the autonomy of individuals. And yet, if that genealogical premise fails, and it must, Comtean sociology reveals poverty. In fact, it does not su succeed in its intent to be the science of society. It provides no answers to the crucial questions. How do the action of individuals co-adapt? How is the social order of an open society made possible? How does one explain social change leaving aside the presumed law of progress? All these help us to take a closer look at the method adopted by Kant. He claimed that social order must be intentionally determined through the work of a minority which possess a superior knowledge and this knowledge legitimizes the suppression of other individuals' preferences. This is the core of a methodological collectivism, which is the means, as Friedrich von Hayek underscored, of putting a collectivistic political program into effect. It amounts to saying that if a methodological collectivism fails, Collectivism loses its intellectual basis. Indeed, Hayek himself wrote, the pretension, the, the pretension that conscious individual reason can grasp all the aims and all the knowledge of society or of humanity, the belief that these aims are best achieved by conscious central direction, lose its foundations. Collectivistic approach is entirely in conflict, in conflict with the Austrian theory of rationality, which rules out the existence of any privileged source of knowledge. This means that it is already irrational to think that there may be individuals who are repositories of a superior knowledge. In this regard, Hayek stated, when the truth or the falseness of a statement is no longer decided on the basis of a logical argument and empirical test, but according to the social position of a person who made it, 
when in consequence it becomes the membership of a class or race, and when it is claimed the sure instinct of a particular class or a people is always right, reason has been driven out. But eliminating individual autonomy and the critical reason is precisely Kant's aim, just as it will be that of Marx. In the end, it is at the, at the, the, the basis of the totalitarian regimes of the 20th century, in whose dynamics we find an additional tool of the, of the collectivistic arsenal, the reification of the collective concepts. It is the idea that only society exists, not the individual, or the idea that next to the individual there is a much more valuable reality, separate and distinct, which is of some form of a collective group. Kant did not hesitate to say, to the eye of positivism, men properly so-called does not exist, since our whole development under every aspect is due to society. According to Marx, only classes exist, and the historical German school of economics will not dodge the collectivistic imperative of duplicating reality. Gustav Schmoller will say that with the word Volkwirtschaft, a collective name has been created, which is at the same time an individual name, because including under that term the particular economies of an entire people, it shows us that all economies generate a group then that can and must be considered real. The reification of a collective concept is nothing more than ontological collectivism. And it is an expedient whereby the minority can say that they do not speak for themselves, but rather as true representatives of society, of class, of the nation, of race, and so on. Those re, re, refined collective names are therefore genuine masks. In other words, what happens is that, in this, uh, that it is actually the collectivist who exalts individual reason more because he rely, relies on a, privil a privileged minority, min uh, on privileged minorities. This is exactly the opposite of what is done by the individualist who sustains the process of social cooperation. This was rendered, rendered by Hayek as follows. It is the theoretical collectivist who exalts individual reason and demands that all forces of society be made subject to the direction of a single mastermind, while it is the individualist that recognizes the limitation of the powers of individual reason and consequently advocates freedom as a means for the fullest 
development of the powers of the inter-individual process. Not only that, the reification of a collective concept deeply affects the principle of a personal responsibility. In fact, social phenomena are no longer determined by human actions. They are not causes, they are merely the consequence of the intervention of those reified collective entities on us. Durkheim benefited from the legacy, of, the legacy of Kant and Rousseau and was influenced by the historical German school of economics. He made an extensive use of the notion of a privileged source of knowledge. He went so far as to say that the state is the very organ of social thought, the social brain. Such statements also include the reification of the state. Actually, reification is the tool of the collectivistic arsenal Durkheim used the most, especially with reference to the concept of society. Like Kant, Durkheim considered the competition as the cause of the moral, of all moral anarchy and the political anarchy. He thought that if one takes this anarchic competition as an ideal, there would be confusing sickness with a condition of good health. Still in agreement with Kant, Durkheim believed that politics must set a hierarchy of mandatory ends. Kant entrusted such a task to scientific men, Durkheim assigned it to a group of officials, of bureaucrats. The fact, the fact is that uh, the flat acceptance of this essential, essentially collectivistic paradigm uh, prevented Durkheim from exploring any other solution in the face of the advancement of the market society, Durkheim wrote that it seemed to him a, a miracle of logic if altruism could be deduced from egotism, the love of society from the love of oneself, and the wool from the part. And the American sociologist Talcott Parsons who tried to underpin the, sociol the sociology of Durkheim, manifested total hermetism towards the unintentional consequences of intentional human actions. Suffice it to say that in his extensive exposition of Weber, he referred only in passing to unanticipated effect effects of action, which actually play a very important role in Weberian sociology. <coughs> Hence, Parsons too de deprived himself of the possibility of grasping the dynamics of social interaction. That double entry which registers intentional actions on the one side and unintentional consequence on the other side. Jeffrey Alexander wrote, 
There is a profound moralism in, at the heart of a person's theory. His actors are imbued with the desire to be good, and they are understood as trying to conform with the principle that express this moral aspiration. In other words, according to Parsons, what we do for others is the social, uh, in the social exchange must be our, uh, our one and only motivation. Our action should therefore be deprived of the personal objectives that promote it and the place itself solely at the service of others. It should be a rule that becomes a motivation, but that would deny the personal reason for action. Persons should have known that in a moment of honest self-analysis, Durkheim himself contested. We cannot perform an act simply because we have been told to do so. It is psychologically impossible to pursue an end to which we are indifferent, namely that does not appear to us as good as does not affect our sensibility. Thus, we must admit a certain element of eudemonism, and one could show that pressure permeates the obligation. Although he criticized the political economy, Kant have gave credit to economists for pointing out the spontaneous origin of some of some social institutions. He also believed that economists deserved eternal gratitude for their successful efforts to dissipate the lamentable and immoral idea that propounds whether among individuals or among peoples the improvement of the material condition of some as if this could only be derived from a corresponding deterioration for others. In other words, Kant had understood that social cooperation is a positive sum game. All this disappears with Durkheim, who knew very little about political economy. The only economist he had studied to some extent was John Stuart Mill for his methodological contributions. Durkheim himself believed that he could not benefit in any way from studying economics. In a letter to Celestin Bouglet, he stated, I wish to tell you that reading The Economist may be of more use to you than it has, has been to me. I too, when I began 15 years ago, believed that I would find in them the answer to the question that uh, preoccupied me, but uh, preoccupied me, thus I spent many years without having anything in return except what one can obtain from a negative Im Im influence. Moreover, in an essay on German economists, Durkheim even associated Karl Menger the founder of Austrian School uh, of Economics and a vigorous opponent of Gustav Schmoller with Schmoller himself and with Adolf Wagner, both cathedral socialists of the chair. 
However, however they may be, Durkheim's most misleading mistake was to identify the in, uh, entire British political economy with the work of John Stuart Mill. In spite of the fact that he wrote after Darwin and Spencer, he failed to realize that the British economic theory included a, included a utilitarian theory, strictly speaking, which contained the philosophical radicalism and John Stuart Mill, and another tradition that can be considered Darwinian before Darwin, which included Scottish moralists and scholars of Whig inspiration. Parsons embraced the Durkheimian position, strengthening it with a mistake made by Max Weber. In a letter addressed to Alexander, Parsons wrote that the fundamental formulation of the problem is a theoretical problem, was derived from Weber. What did the American sociologists derive from Weber? Weber believed that political economy, including marginalism in all its versions, was responsible for the notion of the life of men as the object of their enterprise, which is carried out according to calculation. Namely, he thought that personal preferences are a product of reason. Weber made a very serious mistake. But Parsons could have corrected such a mistake. In the bibliography of his structure of social action, he includes sociology und Geschichte by Ludovic von Mises, but he did not profit by the work of the Austrian scholar. Parsons could have learned a great deal from Mises, Indeed, the first and the second edition of Gemeinwirtschaft were available at the time. There was the critic des interventionismus, and there were the Grundprobleme der Nationalökonomie, where Sociology und Geschichte is republished. If I had not studied the representatives of the Austrian School of Economics, I would not have found my way out of the blind alley in which I was. Karl Menga clearly revealed to me that the nation as such is not a large subject that has needs that practice economy and consumes. And what is called the national economy is therefore not the economy of a nation in the true sense of the word. National economy is not a phenomenon analogous to the singular economies, is not a large singular economy. And uh, Eugen von Bambavark showed me how by reifying the collective concept, one makes the flagrant mistake of duplicating reality. Freeing me from the million puppets represented by the Homo economicus, 
Ludwig von Mises placed me before a human action that, that is always economic, not for the hands it pursues, but for the means always scarce we dispose of. Mises also helped me to understand that what we do for others, we, we do in our own interest. That is not, uh, a, uh, there, is no, there is no conflict between the interest of society and those of the individual. In isolation, the individual cannot obtain his ends, whatever they may be. The sacrifice he makes for the maintenance of social cooperation are therefore only temporary. Renunciation of a moment, momentary benefit for the sake of an advantage that endures throughout the continued ex existence and the evolution of the division of labor. Hayek made me clear that in the great society we all contribute not only to the satisfaction of needs of which we do not know, but sometimes even to the achievement of ends of which we would disapprove if we knew about them. So that we assist in the realization of other people's aims without sharing them and even knowing them and solely in order to achieve our own aims. In fact, as long as collaboration presupposes common purposes, people with different aims are necessarily en enemies who may fight each other for the same means. Hayek also helped me to understand that the law is the normative habitat of a free society and therefore the common good the common good is not a particular state of things. Instead, it consists in an abstract order which has to live undetermined the degree to which the several particular needs will be met. In other words, the aims will have to be an order which will increase everybody's chance as possible, not at every moment, but only on the full and in the long term. The representatives of the Austrian School of Economics have thought to me many other important things. If I have become a social scientist, I owe this to them. Briefly, I can say that they have thought to me that the method of the social sciences cannot be other than what Karl Menge called compositive, a method which attributes the birth and the development of norms and the institution to the composition of individual actions. People act and they bring about intentional and unintentional results. If human action generated only the, 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 the desired consequence, there would be no need for social sciences. The intention of actors would already make everything clear, but we act outside ourselves, always measuring ourselves against the other, and this comparison produces a cascade of unforeseeable events. There is an entire world of unplanned institution, language, family, 
law, city, market, society itself, and so on. It is the word of spontaneous orders, which is not the creation of mysterious forces, but the unprogrammed product of human actions. As Hayek underscored, it would be no exaggeration to say that social theory begins with, and as an object because of, the discovery that exist orderly structures which are the product of the action of many men, but not the result of human design. Market society is a part of the continent of the spontaneous orders. It is a form of social cooperation based on the choice of individuals and on a private property and the legal system generated by the latter. This means that individualistic behavior patterns are in themselves models of social life and means that individualism is possible. I can't say how much I'm indebted to the representatives of Austrian School of Economics, but they changed my life. between sociology and economics, a sound sociology. Someone like Robert Nisbet, for example. Of course, of course. Well, sociology originated as a, a, positivi as a positivistic sociology. There is no, no question about. The point is that uh, the, the mainstream in sociology is collectivist. But we know that uh, Max Weber or Georg Simmel were indiv individualists. The point is that in Italy, uh, and, and not only in Italy, the collectivist paradigm is prevalent. And uh, uh, people, uh, usually, young, young students, usually, they don't know that there is a long and important individualistic tradition. And uh, I think that uh, in the, the, this was the case for me, that uh, uh, through the, the study of uh, the Austrian School of Economics, uh, you can find the individualistic way. Uh, uh, and it is easy, easier than studying Max Weber or Simmel. Because Max Weber is, is a very complicated, uh, the, the works of Mark, uh, Max Weber are not, not always clear. But uh, Mises is clear, uh, Hayek is clear, Ben Bavak, you, you know. The, the point is that the individualistic tradition that is long and is rich, very rich, uh, is not known. And, uh, uh, when I began to study sociology in Italy, 
Uh, the paradigm uh, used by my teachers was uh, uh, the paradigm uh, created by Durkheim. And uh, uh, Parsons uh, made, made a, a bad work because he tried to put together Durkheim, Weber, Pareto, and Simmel under the same common de denominator. And this was a, a big, a gross mistake. And uh, because you know, the paradigm uh, Parsons used was collectivistic. The difference between uh, Parsons and Durkheim is, uh, 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 is that uh, Durkheim Kant had a, a privileged minority to which, uh, uh, to whom uh, entrust the, uh, the task to, to, build, to rebuild society. Parsons, uh, uh, in, in, in Parsons' work, there is a, a mandatory hierarchy of ends, but Parsons uh, uh, do not have a, a privileged minority. This is the difference, but uh, Parsons uh, works in, in the same line of Durkheim and, and Kant, especially Durkheim, because Durkheim is the element by which he uh, arranged his book, his monumental book, is very, very big, and uh, the, it is difficult to understand what he, uh, he really uh, mean, uh, means, because uh, uh, is not written in, in an easy way. It's very, it's, very, it's a very complicated book, complicated by his ignorance of the difference between the evolutionary tradition and the rationalistic tradition in, in, in economics. Uh, just to make uh, things clear, uh, you were, uh, I you think that... Up. You stand up, can you hear you? Yeah, yeah, to make uh, things clear, uh, I, uh, were you saying that uh, Max Weber was a collectivist? No, never, 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 okay. never, never. I said that Parsons tried to put Weber on the same ground of Durkheim, and this is impossible. The point is that we, this is a paradox, we never had a direct uh, uh, confrontation between Durkheim and Weber. They lived in the same time. This is the trouble. They lived in the same time. And never Max Weber wrote anything on Durkheim. And Durkheim the same towards uh, Weber. We have something uh, between uh, Durkheim and Georg Simmel. And the, dif and the, 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 the difference is evident. Durkheim remain a collectivist, and, and Simmel is individualist. I know, I, I, I know that uh, um, Fritz Macklup <coughs> spoke about Simmel and said that uh, in Vienna uh, they knew that Simmel was, uh, uh, was working in the, in the same line of uh, our Austrians. Is a, a witness of uh, Fr uh, Fritz Macklup. I'm 
wanted to ask your opinion on two other people who are not usually considered sociologists, but perhaps could be considered sociologists. Uh, Gary Becker won a Nobel Prize in Economics, but his title at Chicago is Professor of Economics and Sociology. I know. So I'd like your opinion on him. And another one is Seymour Martin Lipset, who is maybe a political sociologist. Political, political, political. Political, political scientist, political scientist. But both of them could be considered sociologists. So I, I was just wondering how you would view them in, in your schema. Hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, I studied Becker, but I think that. Uh, there is, between us and Becker, there is the, the same distance that there is between Vienna and Chicago. <laughs> there are two different paradigms. I translated, with the help of Nicola Iannello that is with us today, I translated recently into Italian the Constitution of Liberty by Hayek. And, uh, uh, I was requested to, to answer, to, uh, to say something uh, about the uh, importance, the significance of uh, Hayek and Friedman. And I said, uh, without Friedman, we can have classical liber liberalism, the same in, in the last century. But without Hayek, we have no the improvement of liberalism that we know. I can say that without Mises, we have no Hayek. <coughs> but uh, Hayek enriched the, uh, enriched the uh, Mises tradition. But there is a big uh, distance between us and, and Chicago. I, 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 think, I think of the, the, different, of the different significance of the Austrian uh, business, uh, business, business uh, uh, cycle uh, theory and the monetarism. monetarism. You know, I think that monetarism is a, a, expresses poverty. In, if you confront it uh, to uh, the Austrian uh, theory of business uh, cycles, that is. I translated uh, into Italian uh, Rothbard's Great Depression, and Rothbard you used, the, 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 as, a, as a, you know, as you know, the Austrian theory. So I think that, uh, the, uh, that Chicago uh, the, the, the intellectual base of Chicago school uh, is uh, positivism. We are not po positivists at all. My question is uh, related to the role of the action on the part of the individual yeah. to the advancement of the spontaneous order. order. So just to know your opinion. My opinion about? Yeah, oh, about the role of the action of the individuals oh. in the advancement of the social spontaneous order, if there is a, a connection between this, these two sides of the social theory. Oh, of course, of course. We can uh, uh, see uh, action 
human action and the result, uh, the actor uh, try to achieve. And on the other side, we can see that the aggregation of our action produce results that we can't, we can't plan. And this is the spontaneous order. So, as I said, uh, uh, life is a, a double entry. On one side, there is uh, action and what we like to achieve. On the other side, there is what the aggregation of uh, actions produce. And this is why it's impossible, you know, it's, uh, it's impossible to plan a social, social life. This is why we are individualists. Individualism is not the jungle. Individualism is a social relationship. In Italy, I don't know if here is the same, but in Italy when you speak about market or individualism, People think that individualism is a jungle. <laughs> it's not a jungle, because in individualism is possible if you have a, a, a private property. If you refuse to, to have a, privilege, a privileged knowledge, a superior knowledge, a privileged point of view on the world, a minority who knows all. We are... Uh, placed on the same uh, on the same foot and individualism is possible if you have uh, such uh, rules uh, uh, and the institutions that such uh, such rules produce otherwise individualism is not possible this means that individualism is a, a social relationship a individualism is possible Kant Durkheim thought that individualism was not possible. Marx thought that individualism was not possible. Marx uh, uh, spoke uh, uh, about individualism as a sort of a jungle. But individual, individualism needs a, a, a set of institutions. And we interact on... on uh, with the same possibilities. E ego and the alter inter interact with the same possibilities. Thank you.